You're listening to your superpowered mind on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that investigates the innate power within your brain to create lasting change. Hello, everyone. Welcome to your superpowered mind. I'm your host, Kristen Maxwell, and in this show, we explore the process of transformation and give you tools and strategies that you can use to transform your own life. Today, I am going to be talking to Scott McComas about how to step into your superhero self. Da, da, da. <laughs> and Dr. Scott McComas has two graduate degrees in psychology and is a lifelong nerd and geek who is passionate about helping others step into their best versions using scientifically proven tools from performance and clinical psychology. He helps clients explore their purpose and identity, adopt the right mindset, increase motivation, set productive goals, address limiting beliefs and improve communication and stress resilience, which all sounds like stuff that I can't wait to learn about. Dr. Scott McComas, welcome to your superpowered mind. Thank you very much, Kristen. Great to be here. Yes. Well, I first off, my first question always is, what superpower did you discover as the result of mastering your mind? Oh, wow. Okay. So first, it's interesting because I don't feel like I've mastered my mind, to be perfectly honest. Um, (laughs) This has been... I guess I've been on a 30-year personal development journey that's included grad school, you know, grad school in psychology and and, uh, doing a bunch of other personal development work. Uh, and, and, And I think it's going to be, it's an ongoing process, right? It's a process that for me, I hope will never end. Right. Until the, until yeah. until the day I pass from this this place into the next level or wherever, whatever that looks like. Right. Um, however, what I have discovered in that journey so far is uh, for me, the power, the biggest superpower that I've discovered for myself is self-acceptance. Vulnerability, authenticity, along with this concept of self-awareness. Um, because to be that best version of you, you need to have awareness. If there's no awareness, there's no choice. If there's no choice, there's no power. So it, it, it's, it's really this, this process of developing self-awareness over the course of time. Yes, that is truly what is at the base of all of it. And and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I want to go directly into the meat of everything. Um, because how do you develop awareness? This idea that you know what's going on in your head and that you then have this choice to not think this or to respond in a different way. Right. Um, so that is... There are a bunch, there are lots of ways to do that. There are many paths, many ways to do that. Uh, I think the first step in that is to create the intention to do that, to be on that, to be like, my intention is to develop my self-awareness. To declare that the power of language is very, the 
language is reality. Language is your perceptions, the what you think and what you say. That's what's real for you. That's what is real in your reality. So be declaring an intention of I am, I develop my self-awareness. And from there, then it's all about, okay, you start trying different things, really. <laughs> I hate to say this, but in a lot of ways, it's like you're throwing some spaghetti against the wall and seeing what sticks for you because it, it, this is an individualized process for everybody. Like the no two journeys, everybody's on a hero's journey in my, the way I perceive things. Everyone's on a hero's journey because you're the hero of your own story. So the solutions that you find, the, the processes that you take on to help you develop that self-awareness, whether that's reading a personal development book for 10 minutes a day, whether that's journaling, whether that's meditation, uh, whether that's attending, whether that's going to grad school for 10 years yeah. <laughs> and developing, you know, um, uh, it's going to look different for everybody. It's going to be unique for everybody. And one of the things I like to talk about with folks is that, you know, you, you're, you're building a toolbox over time and you choose the tools. Like if a tool doesn't work for you, but works for 99% of the other people, don't use that tool. If it's not working for you, don't use it. Yes. Find what, find what works for you. And that's, that's what I love. And I'm so glad it, okay. I do meditate now but I was so glad that you didn't say that the way to build awareness is to meditate because there's <laughs> so many people who resist meditation or they yep. want to, but that they say they can't. And right. I wanted to meditate for years and I almost had to get, go through other tools and learn how to calm my mind down other ways before I even could feel the benefits of meditation. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's, Go ahead. Sorry. I uh, know. And I love that point too. That great point too. Meditation may not be for you right at this moment. However, five years down the line, a year down the line, five years down the line, 10 years down the line, suddenly you may pick it up again. It's, it's the, because of what you've, the, the power that you've gained in the last, in that last five year, five, 10 years. Now you may be ready for it. Now it may be a tool that becomes effective for you. I love that. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Okay, so we have to actually already go to a break. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's crazy. We'll come back, though, because oh. I really want to um, go into what you do to help people increase their resilience. I know that's mm. a big part of that. But before we do, let people know where they can find out about you and your work. Ah, great. HeroU2.com. H-E-R-O-Y-O-U, the number two.com. That's my website. You can find ways to contact me through there. Uh, or if you just want to reach out for me directly, Scott at MacomasCG.com. M-C-C-O-M-A-S-C-G.com. Awesome. Okay. Hang on, everybody. When we come back, we'll talk about a little bit more about what it means to step into your superhero self and how you can do that too. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. 
We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking to Dr. Scott McComas. And uh, Scott, there's a lot of um, stuff on your website, which seems to emphasize empowering people and creating resilience. Mm. What what do you think the important is, the importance is of empowerment and resilience? The importance of well, so so here so there's a couple of things around that. So one, resilience is all about face uh, facing stress. Um, but stress, I think, I think we've got it in our heads that all stress is bad, when that's actually not the case. So stress helps us grow. Like if there's no stress, there's no growth. You know, we, we don't push, we don't, we don't push our envelope. We don't gain, gain power. Um, so there's a, I think there's a piece in there about stress in which we can see stress, not just as a negative, but we can also see, we can also see stress as facilitative as a positive, um, Building resilience, though, there, but at the same time, I'm not going to say there's not negative stress because there totally is. <laughs> um, so how do you build resilience against that negative stress? And, and I think it, it goes back to a lot of it goes back to the theme of your podcast, which is that whole mastering your mind thing. Um, it, it's all about being able to master reality seeing what's accepting what's in the moment and observing your reactions and not judging those reactions. So seeing the thoughts that may cause you anxiety and noting that you're not your mind, you're not your thoughts. Thoughts are just things. They can be thought of as just a thing. Your thoughts can be thought of uh as just things. Right. They're just it does you give them power. You give your thoughts power. But we so often associate our identity and who we are with our mind that we listen to that constant chatter and we believe it. Oh yes. <laughs> so so being able to create that separation between that aware the the observer you and your mind, because you're not your mind. So if you can start to develop awareness and be able to look at your thoughts as things and go, well, that's not really a productive thought. That's not helping me in the moment. I can't, what do I have control over? We often focus our energy on the things that we do not, we have limited control over or no control over because mm-hmm. we only have full control over three things, our mindset, our responses, and our effort. That's it. We, we don't have full control over anything else, but we're, Oh, we only get control of those things when we become aware of what's going on in our own head. Yes, I love that. And, you know, I'm going to just because for some of these ideas are kind of slippery. Uh Sure. They're slippery. And so 
I mean, I remember that when I first started on this path, it was super helpful for me. And I'm going to give like a, a fairly, you know, significant response is for me to learn, because I always had anxiety around mm. loss and death. I mean, that's what put me on this path. And so for me, the thought of anybody dying at all anywhere was so awful and sad and terrible. I mean, still, obviously, it's not fun. Sure. But then learning that there were people out there who really could learn about that and not see it as a tragedy. Mm. See it as that people were, you know, that this was them going to their next space. Right. You know, that for me, I really had to battle with it and say, okay, wait, this is how I am thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I could think and feel about it differently. Yes. Making that choice to choose another thought yes. or another feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It took me a long time then to choose another thought. Sure. Yes. Another feeling. <laughs> right. But it was just, or even a simpler example of you can be stuck in traffic and one person can be like, this is great. I've got extra time to sit and sure I'm going to be late, but I can't do anything about it. That's okay. Where the next person's stressing out. Yes. Like, oh my God, this is the worst thing ever. Yes. I'm, late. I'm a terrible person. Yes. This is this is how we create our own realities, right? That's yes. the, our thoughts, the thoughts, what we think and what we say creates the realities. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and under once you are able to understand that particular truth, then then, then you start to open up a realm of possibilities. Yes. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so that's it. So it's that, okay, wait, I'm, look at, I'm noticing that I am stressing out so much about being caught in traffic. And I know there's a possibility to not stress out. So what would that look like? What would I have to be thinking? Right. Not stress out. Right. Or doing. So there's a, so we're doing, yes. I, I, I think there's, cause there's ways like some people really connect to thoughts and being able to change thoughts. Some people don't, some people I, I've met, I meet people who like, they struggle with, with that part of, uh, you know, no. so I actually, I actually tell them, so, all right, don't focus on your thoughts because thoughts, emotions, and behaviors are all linked. If you affect one, the other two are affected. Mm-hmm. So if you change your behavior, so, okay, so I'm in the middle of traffic and suddenly I realize, oh, I'm stressed out. Why? I'm stressed out. It's, so instead of maybe even trying to change your thought, you take an action instead. Okay, breathe. I'm just going to take a, what I call a 444 breath. Four in, four hold at the top, four out, four hold at the bottom. Yeah. That, that, the change in the physiological state will then have an effect can have an effect on your thoughts. Now it takes practice, right? It takes practice and time for that tool to, to work in that way. Or like you said, you can say, ah, I am noticing that I am stressing out about this when I have no control over this. I have no control over the traffic <laughs> as, much, as much as we want, to, as much as we would love to have control over the traffic. We don't have any control over the traffic. So letting go of the things that you have no control over or limited control over and choosing then a response that is more productive for you in the moment. So whether that be breathing, whether that be choosing another thought, or whether that be something else for you, like calling a family friend 
and and clearing yourself like oh my god this traffic sucks you know yeah. kind of thing yeah that's awesome yeah and i i said i had a mantra again when i was learning learning how to let things go mm-hmm. <laughs> now obviously i'm still on that path um is this is not what i would have picked you know and just and that right. what i love is speaking to what you had said is noticing your response. This is not what I would have picked. And like, right. I am super stressed right now. I'm like, okay, that's okay. I'm super stressed. Feeling into that and then going, okay, but how would I rather respond than being completely full of stress? Is yes. there another way I would rather respond? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I would say there's this interesting paradoxical another way you can respond and that is to choose the circumstances that you're in no matter what like you, you like you said like normally i'm not gonna I, I i wouldn't choose the traffic normally and i have no choice about that right now so you know what i'm gonna choose this situation i'm gonna choose the traffic i'm going to choose whatever's going on right now because Ooh, never thought of it that way Go yeah yeah so because once you choose the circumstances that you're in, the circumstances don't hold any more power over you. You're now in a clear space to act, right? So now I've chosen the traffic. I've chosen this situation. Okay, great. Well, I look like an idiot because I'm going to be 15 minutes late for the meeting or 20 minutes late for the meeting. That's okay. I, I don't have any control over that. What I can do is choose my response. Okay, so I'm going to call the person who I'm supposed to meet with and say, hey, look, I'm stuck in traffic and I'm so sorry. I wish I could, uh, I'll be there as soon as I can. Or do you want to reschedule, right? You know, you can then start to base actions off of being in that space. But you clear, uh, you, it's almost like, for me, I feel like I, I create a clearing of space. Like, all right, I choose this situation. I choose this reality because this is what's going on. This is what's so. And then, all right, so what kind of possibilities, how would I want to respond? And then it, and then it goes into the how would I want to respond and then creating, choosing different actions based on that. Yes, I love that. So we're all talking about the, these different ways of getting in between that habitual response mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then the habitual feelings and... Yes thoughts and behavior. So it all comes back down to awareness. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it does. I like the, I like the word habits though. I like the word that you just use habitual because where we go through our minds are unconscious. Our minds are designed. They're a survival tool. It's that's what the mind is. The mind's a survival tool and it's really good at its job. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. too good at its job because it becomes unproductive for us, especially when you know, the, the thoughts and beliefs that we are basically programmed with when we're kids stay with us, but it's a habit, right? And, but you have to become aware of the habit because once you become aware of that habit, then you can start changing the habit and creating new thinking habits, new feeling habits, new behaving habits. Right. Yes. And you know, this is, this is just a little thing, but it's, it's going back to the language is reality Mm. is I do remember you know, just when people make the distinction of, I have to go to work, Uh saying 
I get to go to work. Yes. Right. I mean, the difference in that right there, I need to do this versus I'm choosing to do this. And literally just remembering to say it differently changes. I don't know. It feels like it almost changes your physiology. Around it does. It. it does. It actually does change your physiology around it. Yeah. You are one is one is one is passive. One's a passive response. I have to go to work. One's and then one's a uh, proactive response. I get to go to work. Right. And that changes. And again, that's that's when you say I get to go to work. That's you choosing to go to work, versus oh, I have to go to work. Uh, that's you choosing not to you not to go to work. Right. <laughs> but you go to work anyway. But you go then go to work in a state of tiredness or apathy or anxiety or depression or fear, right? Or you know, feeling anyone, stuck. Yeah, you're feeling, you're yeah, not good. choosing it, right? Yeah, 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 feeling stuck. Yeah, yeah, versus feeling free to choose the possibilities yeah. of what, of your reality and mastering your reality. Yeah. So one of the other things that you do, what I, which was intriguing to me, is exploring your, pers- your purpose and identity. And mm. I know so many people struggle with, you know, I want to have a purpose. And what's my purpose? So mm. what's, your, you know, what's your thought on, on that, that quest? <laughs> <laughs> that the, it's, it's, it is part of it, that hero's journey. I mean, sometimes it, it takes time, time and patience. Right. So I did not discover. So I'm 48, 49 now. (laughs) I just turned 49. Like, ah. Um, And I did not discover my purpose. I don't feel like I discovered my purpose until nine months ago. Really, my purpose, which is it. And this is the whole ironic thing is, oh, I spent 48 years trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grow up. And I figure out what I'd be when I grow up. And I'm a superhero trainer. (laughs) It's like, wait. What? Um, it's don't give up, keep persisting. So one thing that I really encourage people to do is to be very clear about the values that you want to represent in the world. Because finding your values, choosing the values that you want to represent in the world, to me, is the is the biggest step and the first step in figuring out your purpose. And this is something I do in my, my workshops is, is we cre- you create your stand. I call it your stand. You choose three values that you want to stand for in this world. I stand for hope, inspiration, and leadership in this world. And from there, from those values, what are the actions you can take around those values that, that, that support those values, that, that live those values for you. And that could be many different things, right? You know, there's just a whole range of possibilities. Like for me, that's the superhero trainer. That's yeah. the way I want to give back. That's the, I want to empower other people to be that best version of themselves. That's your superhero self, by the way, in my, uh, the way I look at it, like the whole, you know, you can't shoot laser beams out of your eyes, uh, but you can, you can choose hope as a value. And what does it mean to you to give hope to other people? 
Yeah. Once you, once you start figuring, once you start answering those questions, things will start to fall into place. Opportunities will start to appear to you that support you in that. It's weird how that weird how it works, but it's great. I love it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sitting here thinking this through. So, yeah, really picking what values you want to be and and stand for, mm-hmm. and then the actions that you want to take. So, if I stand for inspiration, yep. What kind of actions can I take to inspire others? Yes. To inspire myself too. Right. And that can be as simple as going onto Facebook. And because I think inspiring others, particularly for inspiration, it's talking about your own story and talking about your struggles and talking about your vulnerability because that's when people get connected. Because in the end, it's all about connection. It's all about relationship and connection with other people because that's where true... I think true satisfaction in life comes from. No one's really going to remember the cars. No one's going to remember the materials, the materialistic stuff. They will remember how you treated them. Yes. You know, so this is a little bit, we're recording this while we're in the coronavirus quarantine period. Um, Who knows when this will come out. (laughs) It's, um, that whole connection piece, we're having to, to redefine that a little bit. Yeah. Yes. And it's hard. Oh, it's, 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 it's a, it's a very, it's a challenge. It really is a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what I, what I'm loving about that. I have three teenage daughters and um, I'm thinking about, this is the like really wanting to teach them, okay, what are the values? Mm. Especially now while they're stuck all by themselves. <laughs> right. In, in their room. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so what, but, but what is, what are the values that they connect with? Because again, it's that whole, it's that unique process. There's a um, online via character strengths, uh, via character.org i believe it's where it is that's it's a great it's a great place for you to figure out where your strengths are but there are also values at the same time so um uh like my top strength actually my top strength is humor apparently uh, according (laughs) according to character various strengths my top strength is humor and i like to use humor like humor is one of the big ways i like to connect with people um because well if you're not going to have fun why bother? <laughs> right. <laughs> In my opinion. Um, so that is that that's a I think that's a place for if you're if you're stuck or struggling with with trying to figure out what your values are, you know, that's a place you can start. Yes, I love that. So so one thing I'm gonna go back, I'm circling back a little bit. Saying we have full control over our mindset, our responses, and our effort. Uh-huh. Can you say a little bit more about that? Because I'm not sure if if that's immediately obvious to people. Sure. So, again, the first step of all of that is awareness. If you're not aware of your mindset at the moment, you can't change it. But you have, once you're aware of the situation and you're aware of what you're thinking and you're aware of your emotions you then create a space to be able to choose a response. Now, a response is a choice. 
I'm not talking about a reaction. We often get our buttons pushed by other people or by the or by like the traffic. Like, yes, I've totally been there when like I need to be at a meeting in 15 minutes and and I'm I'm stuck on I4 and I it's not going to happen and my reaction my first reaction is to go, oh my God, oh my God, I need to get, God, uh, uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's what anxiety. What are they going to think of me? What are they going to think yeah, of me? Yeah, exactly. I'm going to look yeah. terrible. Right, exactly. Yes. That's the reaction. That's the way you've been habitually trained. It's that, I think it goes back into the habitual responses or the habitual, mm -hmm. not habitual response, but the, that's, a, that's the habit. That's the reaction that you're trained to do. Whereas a response mm -hmm. is a choice. And so here's the other thing I like to talk about. So it's like everybody, most people have heard this phrase, with great power comes great responsibility. Responsibility not only to take care of yourself and be responsible for your life, but to help others as well. But you can take that word and break it down. Responsibility, your ability to respond. So get that's 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 where the tools building up your tools finding tools to help you you know what works for you finding when meditation does does meditation work no it doesn't okay so just taking a breath work in the moment okay yes that works for me that's a response that's but you 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 start to build that toolbox of responses your response ability over time and effort is also so when it comes to responses, responses is actually the key. Yeah. Mindset and effort are actually forms of responses, but they're so important to me that I break them out and yeah. say, because, you know, the way you view the world, your mindset, the way you see things shapes your reality. Yes. And the effort that you put in shapes your results. Yes. So you've got, you've got the mindset which shapes your reality, which is both also can, can touch into and connect with language and thoughts. And then you have your effort, which is all based around action, which nothing happens without action, right? You can, you can have all the hope in the world, but if you don't do anything, if you don't take any concrete action around it, even small steps, right? Start small, put in the effort and the energy, there will be no results. There will be no change. Right. Which are forms of responses. And then there's, then there's all the other tools that you may have in that moment. So I'm in traffic, I breathe. That's my tool. That's how I'm going to respond. That's how I choose to respond instead of, instead of, well, I may not have full control over this because you don't have full control over your thoughts and feelings, mm -hmm. right? Those, I didn't, all I have full control over is how I respond to my thoughts and feelings. Right. And, you know, I think in one of the tools, the tool, I mean, as you're talking this through, I think the tool I, I used was, okay, this is happening. I'm getting super stressed out. How would I rather respond? Just asking my question, yes. like what are other ways I could respond? How yes. would I rather respond? Even if I'm not responding that way, at least just asking the question and asking it again and again yes. and again as I kept getting triggered in situations. Yes. Finally, it's, 
allowed me to sort of start to change my habitual response. Yes, yes. And it takes time. It does take time and practice. Yes. Because, because uh, your habitual reaction isn't going to go away. I think, I think one of the biggest truths that I discovered for myself, because for so long I just wanted the anxiety that I was dealing with just to go away. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to deal with it. I just wanted it to, to disappear. Like, and so I would never see it again. So I, I, my, my quest was to try to find ways to make it go away. I yeah. think when I finally got to the point of, hey, oh, I'm feeling anxious right now and just let it be. I'm, I'm okay. I'm occurring to myself right now as feeling anxious and that's okay. It's suddenly the, the edge was taken off. It's power over me dissipated quite a bit because then that allowed me to create and choose other responses. Again, like you were saying, so how would I want to respond in this situation? Well, I want to take action that reflects my values. Again, going back to your values. Yes. So I want to take an action that's reflective of inspiration right now. So what would that be? Okay, I'm going to go on Facebook and post right now. Hey, everybody, just want to let you know, I'm having an anxious day. What's your day like right now? And this is how I'm dealing with it. Yeah, I love that. And what I, what I think is funny is if, if anxiety sort of drove you into this, anxiety drove me into this. And I wonder how many of you listeners are struggle, you know, Mm. in a little bit of anxiety, there is a way through it. The stuff does work. Absolutely. It, but it is like a muscle. It's, you've got to practice it. It's not going to be instantaneous. It's not overnight. Yeah. I, and that's, that's also what I was looking for. You know, you, we're all looking for that, that immediate gratification. Like we're, we've been spoiled in this culture, in this society, because like, you know, we, for most things, like we have two days free shipping on everything. And, uh, you know, you can go out and pretty much find whatever you want, whenever you want it. Like we're in that, we're in this day and age, which is great. And it's also, it spoils, right. <laughs> you know, so, you know, wanting that immediate instant gratification of anxiety go away. And that's not how it works. That's no. not the reality. That's no. so. But it does change. It, it does change. It does very much. My reality is different now. It, than it and I, before. and I don't experience I don't experience that crippling level anxiety anymore. No. I don't. It's great. I, I don't. And, um, yeah. and it's, it's, uh, it's, it's been amazing to be able to, and I, but you know, and I, you also build, you, you get tools and then you build systems that help you cope with that. So for instance, my community, my, you know, I have a coach and my coach is great about helping me through periods when I'm not feeling, you know, it's life is a roller coaster. And even during this period, like now, and I'll still, I, I still have low periods where I, I struggle and, you know, but that's what I have, but I built in like people I'm going to call when that happens. Me too. And it, and, <laughs> and it used to be that it was a constant. I was constantly anxious mm-hmm. and now it comes up sometimes. I mean, it's, a, right. I, I call it a miracle, the, oh, literally wow. the difference in how I used to live to how I feel now. So it's, it's so this is all just a, a encouragement to those of you who are struggling with any sort of anxiety or worry or, you know, yeah. something that hangs over you all the time, you can change it through yes. these types of methods. 
So I think we have to end, unfortunately. Oh, I know. I know. (laughs) Can you remind people again where they can find you and learn more about your hero training? Absolutely. Uh, HeroU2.com, H-E-R-O-Y-O-U, the number two.com. That's my website. You can sign up for my email list uh, right there. Or if you want to get in contact with me directly, uh, my, my email is scott, S-C-O-T-T, at McComasCG, M-C-C-O-M-A-S-C-G.com. Great. It has been really a delight to speak to you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. And appreciate it, Kristen. Thank you. And listeners, I appreciate all of you showing up for yourselves. And until next time, go out and remember that you do hold the power to change and transform your world. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today. 